For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. The boys get all... ...live from Duke's Bakery in Fall River, where everything is gluten-free and everything is delicious. Come on down and have... I was trying during the break. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm saying, you know, like, we got to take a break. we got to get the computer connected. we got to do all that. Yeah, because I'm supposed to play commercials and because I want to take your phone calls and all that. But really, I needed a few minutes so I could start diving into this Eggs Benedict Chicken and Waffles, which is amazing. It is, I mean, it's really the best of two of your favorite breakfasts. It's Eggs Benedict. It's got your egg. It's got your hollandaise sauce over this delicious chicken on top of a waffle, home fries, hollandaise sauce, and it's all gluten-free. So you can come in. There's no guilt with eating this, right? You can't be guilty, Chris, when you're eating this breakfast. So come on down and get one for yourself. We'll also have a deal going on sale for you at noontime where you can get $20 to Duke's for just 12 uh, for, $20 to Dukes for just $10, and that'll be going on sale at 12 I was trying to say 12 and 10 at the same time. So now you can also call in 508-996-0500 in addition to sharing your app chat thoughts. And um, we got an app chat message during the break from Dan who said, I commented yesterday, my opinion is the same. Yes, kids are going to explore and figure things out on their own, but we do not need to jam it down their throat. I have no problem in the world with gays. Well, I mean, you shouldn't be saying gays. It's gay people. We don't define people by one characteristic. Just don't make your situation my problem. That's all I ask, and it seems like that is what they want. You misgendered those two kids that came on and corrected yourself, and I understand that, but there are transgender people out there that hunt and wait for someone to misgender them so they can cause arguments and fights. I don't agree with that. Listen, there are people who are looking to bait you into an argument no matter what. Singling out people that are LGBTQ plus that want to do that is just an ignorance on your part to think that that doesn't happen with any other group of people. Secondly, uh, they're not jamming it down your throat. Uh, let me just address it on a couple of levels. Nobody's jamming these, this book down anybody's throat. Nobody's jamming allowing kids to use a bathroom down anybody's throat. It's just there. It's just there if people choose to utilize it. And so it's not jamming it down your throat. When you tell me that, it makes me think that you do have a problem with it because the minute you see it, you feel it's being jammed down your throat. Uh, and then as to misgendering those two kids, I didn't misgender anybody. I used the improper pronouns for I, – I corrected myself and used the proper pronouns for Alia, who prefers they, them. So I didn't misgender anybody. I just used the improper pronouns. And so did a caller. And, you know, that's why I brought up the dad's point about that. But 
people have that choice to be able to make. I know some of you don't like that idea. I know it bothers you. But here's the thing. It's not your problem. It's not your life. If, if I meet you on the street and you say, oh, hello, Timothy, and I say, you know, actually, I prefer to be called Tim. Would you mind calling me Tim? You would have no problem saying, yeah, sure, absolutely, Tim. No problem. But there's something deeper in you that you can't bring yourself to do the same thing for somebody who prefers a different pronoun. Because what you're doing is you're imposing on them what you think their pronoun should be. So just common decency between people is all that we're asking for. Now, you can say if people want to go and, and, and have a, a, you know, a big gathering at the school that stops kids from being able to get educated and causes a big problem in the middle of the school day and all that kind of stuff, I'd say, yeah, okay, maybe that's going too far. But I don't think having a book in the library that is not being forced down anybody's throat, it's just on the shelf if somebody wants to read it, or having the option for a trans student to be able to use the bathroom that they identify with. And if, if it's uncomfortable for somebody to be in that situation, they have created gender-neutral bathrooms. And I'm just going to guess. I don't know for sure. I probably should have asked Alia, and, and I'll, I'll send her a message later and ask her to get clarification on it. But I'm going to guess that any trans students in the school probably prefer to go to that gender-neutral bathroom rather than go into the bathroom that would be with other students so that's just that's just a guess and if she mentioned it in the interview i don't recall her saying that uh let's see valerie in rochester says of course it's a conflict if you're approving policies on the school committee approving books and you're on the board of a special interest group like try town against racism that are sending things to get approval that sounds to me like a huge conflict example i'm going to send my book gender queer to the school committee today so i can approve it uh so i don't know why you think that that's a conflict so if you are part of a church group and your church is against lgbtq plus i don't want you sitting on the school board then making decisions about whether or not lgbtq plus students should be able to use the bathroom because you have an agenda you are part of an organization that has said that it doesn't believe in the right to be homosexual so why do you not have an agenda, but the people who are part of another group do? Again, I'm not saying that you have an agenda and that you would be against it. I'm just saying you can't just assume that because somebody's part of a group that pushes something that they can't run for office. That's what people do all the time. Candidates for office come from advocacy groups. People who run for office come from groups that have an agenda. That's why they run. I don't uh, – maybe, maybe, maybe the world – maybe when you cross over the border from the rest of the world into Marion, Mattapoisett, or Rochester, the world of politics is completely different than where it is anywhere else. And it's, and it's simple and it's pure. And nobody's ever ran for office because they're trying to affect a particular change, but only because they want to sit there and, and completely just listen to whatever the constituency, constitu constituency says and, and vote on that. They have no thought of their own. They're only going to represent what they hear from the people. I would love a world like that. It doesn't work. People run for office because they want to see something done. People are going to run for office for the school committee in the Tri-Town this year because they're going to want to see this uh, situation go the way that uh, you know they want to see it go, whether it be they want to see 
the books stay in the library. They want to see the kids use the all the, or if they're on the other side of it. But that's going to be the motivation that they have to do it. That's the agenda. So what? If, they, if they're part of a group that pushes that, they can't run? I think you need to go and look at the biography of uh, candidates for pretty much any office. 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in, I'm going to take another break, though, so that we don't fall behind. We are broadcasting live from Duke's Bakery in Fall River. Where is it? It's in the Commonwealth Landing Building. So if you're going down 79, you've seen the building. It's where Barrett's Waterfront is. Uh, it's a beautiful building. And if you drive in, if you pull into the sign that says Barrett's Waterfront and Duke's Bakery, you pull down there, you go down the road, you enter into the parking lot, you loop all the way around the building, and you'll see the sign for Duke's Bakery. They have a nice little courtyard there. It's still pretty warm. You could sit outside with a cup of coffee and a treat, or you can come inside, hang out with me, and have a beautiful view of the Taunton River behind us. So come on down, check it out. Duke's Bakery and Fall River will be here until noon, and we'll take more of your calls when we come back. 1420 WBS. You're broadcasting live from Duke's Bakery in Fall River, where everything is gluten-free and everything is delicious. Come on down and join me for breakfast. I'll be here until noon or lunch, whatever it is that you want to have, or a snack. And during the break, I was eating some more of this Eggs Benedict chicken and waffles. If I put this in front of you and I said, try this, what do you think? And then you dove into it and you said, this is delicious. This is one of the best breakfasts I've ever had. And then I said, and it's gluten-free. I don't think you would believe me, but it is really good. And I forgot to mention, not only is it the egg, the poached egg with hollandaise sauce, the fried chicken, the waffle, home fries, but there's bacon on this too. I mean, really, you can't go wrong with this. Come on down. They actually have a couple of different versions of chicken and waffles, including the classic, uh, but a couple of different versions that you can check out as well. Uh, I did get some app chat messages during the break, and also if you want to call in 508-996-0500, we do have the phones connected. Uh, This came in from uh, M in New Bedford, who, by the way, is the person who just keeps creating new accounts. So um, every time I say his name, I'm just going to remind you that it's the same person uh, who has made it their point to just try and harass me every day from multiple accounts. So why don't you tell us about the many other wonderful books in the library, not just the woke LGBTQ books? Just that question alone makes me wonder if you've ever been in a library yourself. Uh, and he says, can't wait to hear your pathetic, and then the word is the profanity that he uses, uh, bleeped out by the uh, auto filter. so I don't know what it says. Answer for that question I just posed to you. You're so obsessed with every kind of whacked-out woke topic like this is really something, like there's really something wrong with you. <laughs> okay. I mean, I would say that the fact that you have this reaction every time we bring up this topic, I would argue there's probably something wrong with you, and that it's that you're not being open-minded. Uh, so you want me to tell you all the other great, wonderful books in the library. How about every one of them? This isn't about whether or not one book is better than the other. It's about whether or not there's a book in the library that is offering up answers to questions that kids that age might have. That's who that book was written for. It was written for kids that age. And the fact that people want to take that book out and have people have that be um, a loss of, of, of that opportunity for somebody, I just can't understand. Nobody is forcing anybody to go and take that book off the shelf. Nobody. So I don't get why it bothers you that it's even there. It's not pornography. The people who are pushing it as that have never looked at it. 
Uh, we got a message from Blue Googs in Fairhaven. Hey, Timmy Daddy, thanks for providing me with your proper pronoun yesterday. See, now, Blue Googs and I go back and forth, too. But it, it, at least it, it's kind of in jest. Uh, I know we don't agree, but I don't think that he's... Uh, you know, get this vitriol for me that other people have. As I am a woke warrior like you are, I have to protest what you called your two guests from ORR yesterday. On today's show, you referenced them as the two girls. I am sure this is not their pronoun, and you should practice proper pronoun etiquette. All of us woke warriors are feeling uncomfortable about this. They are both girls. Um, they're both, as, as far as I know, um, they're both identify as female. But Alia uses different pronouns. She uses they and them because she doesn't want to use the other pronouns. Bella is not. Uh, is, you know, as, as far as I know, she just uses she and her as her pronouns. So hang on, caller. I'm going to put you on hold. And so I, it wasn't a matter of misidentifying them at all. But I see what you're trying to do there, Blue Googs, and I give you an A for effort. 508-996-0500. Let's take this call before we got to take a final break this hour. Good morning. You were on WBSM. And, and the answer they're going to give you, the, the answer they're going to give you is we're not we're not advocating banning the book. We just don't want it in the school library, which is essentially the same thing. All right, thank you for the call. Uh, let's squeeze in another one here before I go to take the break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, are you on the air? Hi, you're on the air. Can you hear me? Hi, you're on the air. All right, I, I can't help you there. Um, let's see. We'll. I'll see if uh, I can reach out to the, to the newsroom and have Phil Devitt press a couple of buttons uh, during the break and see if we can't boost that up a little bit. I think it's just a matter of it might be too low. Uh, but we do have to take another break here. Let's get that out of the way. And uh, don't forget, too, in the next hour, we'll be joined by City Council President Linda Morad and City Councilor at Large Naomi Carney. And we'll be talking about a number of different issues in the city. We'll be back in just a few moments. Stay tuned. If you want to hear everything. Broadcasting live from Duke's Bakery in Fall River, come on down and join us for some delicious gluten-free food. Everything here is gluten-free and everything is delicious. And we're going to have a special Caesar deal going on sale at noon. And you will be able to get $20 to Dukes for just 10 bucks. You can't go wrong with that. And if you want to come on down, we are right now, uh, I'm in the back corner. When you first walk in, you can't miss me. It's at the Commonwealth Landing Building in Fall River. Come around the back side. You'll be able to park right outside Dukes. Come on in and enjoy something good. So I did, um, I did send uh, Phil Devitt into the studio to try to fix the phones. And, Phil, if you're listening, you've got to make sure that the, uh, the phone pot, the red button, is turned on. Uh, at the bottom of it. That's probably why callers are having trouble hearing me. Let's see if we can take this phone call and see if it works. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hi, can you hear me? All right, I'm going to put you on hold for right now. I'm going to put you on hold, and we will get you to on the air once we can get someone in there to press the physical button. I think what happens is, like, Phil closes down the show. You have a tendency to press the buttons that you would normally press to turn things off, and then you kind of forget to turn them back on again. 
when somebody else is coming in. Normally, I'd be in there to just do it, but I'm not in the studio. So we'll get that going for you, and we'll make sure that we have that going for the second hour. Uh, we will be joined in the second hour by City Council President Linda Morad and also by Councilor-at-Large Naomi Carney. And we'll be talking about a number of different things. We're going to talk some more, though, about some of those neighborhood meetings because Councillor Carney has a long history of being involved with those neighborhood groups. And I know that it's become uh, a topic with some folks that um, they feel like the councillors need to be more involved with those. And, of course, I'm going to ask them about Jack Spillane's article in which he looked at their, these um, visits they're making to local businesses, and he's questioning if that is something that the council should be doing or if that's a possible violation of open meeting law. So we'll get their thoughts on that and, uh, and how they feel about that as well. And we'll take more of your calls throughout the course of the show as well. And uh, you can also uh, check out the podcast of yesterday's show if you missed it. And if you missed Joe Pyers with Phil this morning, you'll hear that in his third hour podcast uh, up at WBSM.com and on the app. Let me really quickly read an app chat message from Kinger in Fairhaven. Funny, I did library delivery for the state for three years. The recycling dumpsters were all filled with any book about Trump. I don't believe any book should be banned, but I saw how the liberals work. You know, I'm just going to tell you, I don't believe that. The pronouns thing is ridiculous. Maybe you should ask the mayor about how the offshore wind industry is killing all the whales around the world, but why would he care when he already accepted a job for the industry? I guess the way, let's see, I'll some proof of that. Um, I guess the whaling city will continue to slaughter whales. Great job, Timmy. All right, well, first of all, the whale thing has been discussed uh, and is being overboard.